Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back to another podcast. Um, yeah, so I wasn't really planning to do one for Sunday, but I figured I would go ahead and do one anyways, just to kind of keep the momentum going of what I got going on. So um, good morning. Happy Sunday. I know probably some of you guys were just getting out of church. If you guys go to church, uh, depending on where you're at, some of you guys are going into church right now. It's like 1042 a.m. my time. Um, so we got a couple of things that uh, I wanted to talk about in this episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, of course the audio version will be uploaded to the audio podcast site, uh, links in the description. Uh, first off, before we get started, I do want to give a shout out to the team members. So, um, those that have, um, basically decided to join the team. I thank you guys so much for doing that. Um, yes, took a chance. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, more stuff coming down the way. And, uh, yeah, the month of October is kicked off, so I am kind of uh, happy about that. So we have Gene in here already. Good morning or good afternoon uh, where you are. We got Red Rum in the building. Hello, Tito. Good morning, everyone. Uh, in another country, another county, I'll catch you all in the replay later. No problem, Red Rum. No problem, man. Um, yeah, definitely. You guys can catch the replay on this. So um, I'm just going to go through several different things here and just pretty much like call it a day (laughs) after that. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to be talking about the mysterious, if it will ever happen, pixel watch. That's um, something that I think some people still kind of like throw around here and there. And I'm like, I'm one of those people, too. Like, you know, where's this where's this pixel watch? Like we've seen so much moves from Google um, kind of hinting towards it. Right. But then there's also that 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 fear set that sets in of like, you know how people thought that there was like a Pixel Ultra or some sort of like, you know, super powerful Pixel that was supposed to come out and it just, it never comes out, right? The Pixel 4, when that released and the 4XL, a lot of people are like, okay, there's going to be a, a, a Pixel Ultra and that never happened. So a lot of people feel like that, uh, that this is going to be the case. Kathy, good morning or uh, good afternoon. Hi, thanks for, for joining in. Uh, we got Keystone Tech in the building. What up, bro? How's it going? Um, yeah, so first off, the elusive Pixel Watch. Now, what made people think that there was actually a Pixel Watch was the fact that Google had acquired Fitbit. Um, for those who don't know what Fitbit is, uh, it was a pretty well-popular um, wearable technology uh, dedicated to fitness. So it pretty much like tracked like, you know, you're running. Um, they had different uh, watches that, you know, some that would track, but they would mon- like monitor your your uh, your heart rate and things like that. And, uh, you know, Fitbit was the company that acquired um, Pebble. If you guys remember the uh, Pebble smartwatch, probably one of my favorite smartwatches to have ever came. Uh, it's just, yeah, we were like, okay, you know, we 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 seen uh, Pebble go to Fitbit. Fitbit go to Google. And so we're thinking like Google's going to make something happen with this, you know? Um, so here, let me uh, screen share this. This is uh the article is from Tom's guide. It's kind of talks about the pixel watch. Um, just like rumors and stuff like that, but these are just rumors. Okay. Um, so it's not like these are confirmed. The images you guys see, those are not actual, renders of the watch itself it's just you know 
fan-made renders, I guess you can say. And as I, as I do, I cite my sources. So there's a link uh, in the chat if you guys want to read uh, this article from Tom's Guide. Uh, but let's go through. What are the rumors of this thing, right? So we see right there, and look at that. That looks like a very light watch, but I'm not too sure about the clasp, how secure that's going to be. Uh, some people will say, like, just looking at this render, if this is what the Pixel Watch would look like, this looks like something like, you know, you would you would buy for a child at like a five and below or something like that, you know, like a dollar store or something. It just it doesn't doesn't ooze out. But then again, this is Google. So I would expect if they made something, they would make something quirky like this. This is something quirky that I think definitely you would see, right? Google is not one to go on the norms. So on this article, it says that um, an excerpt from this article I'll read. It says the long rumored Google Pixel watch could be on the way to battle the Apple Watch 6, the Samsung Galaxy Watch 3, and other best smartwatches on the market. Although Google has shot down speculation about in-house smartwatch, a number of patents and acquisitions in wearable space, quote, Fitbit, point to the Pixel Watch debut being a matter of when, not if. The best cheap smartwatches that they have tested, they have a link for that. Uh, they have everything you need to know about the Pixel 5. And they go on to say the Pixel Watch would be the first smartwatch from Google, instantly making it the most important Wear OS option out there. Though it's not our favorite wearable software, but we imagine it'll be improved by optimized hardware. Google also knows smartwatches and fitness trackers comprise one of the fastest growing consumer tech categories. It would be wise to put out a model of its own out as an accessory for its Pixel smart smartphones, like the new Pixel 4a, the upcoming 5. So this article was written way before the 5's release. Um, you guys want to read more into that? You guys definitely can. You guys can head over to Tom's Guide. Uh, Tom's Guide definitely always putting out a lot of info, uh, rumors and stuff like that. So here's the thing. A Pixel Watch, right? I say to Google, why not? Why not a Pixel Watch? I mean, you guys put out Pixel Buds. They haven't been the greatest. There's been a lot of issues with the Pixel Buds 2. And that, and that I specifically say the 2 because the, the original first Pixel Buds were the ones that had the wires that would, like, anchor to your neck. And you'll pop them in your ear. These uh, wireless ones are actually the Pixel Buds 2. They are the ones that you can, uh, you know, obviously they're wireless. Um, and and they had a lot of um, I kind of good ideas that really just kind of messed with um, the development of it. As a matter of fact, you know, I feel like that you know we were the guinea pigs, right? So when the first Pixel Buds was um, able to be ordered, you can order the white variant, right? The other colors didn't come for a long time. I mean, sheesh, I got my Pixel Buds, uh, babe. When did, when did we order them? Wasn't it like in March or no, not March, but like April? It was like April or May that we ordered them. Yeah, earlier this year, I would say that quarter two of this year, we ordered the Pixel Buds, right? And then the, the new colors didn't come until like last month. So that was a pretty long time. So I feel like those that ordered um, the white variant when they first uh, launched, we were like the guinea pigs, and, and it was plagued after so much issues with the Pixel Buds. I mean, the Pixel Buds were just, yeah. But when I first got them, I had no problems. But every time that um, 
that they did a software update to try to fix the issues for a lot of other users, then mines became plagued with with uh, problems. And you know, it's been ever since. The uh, recent version, version um, software version uh, 552, supposedly was supposed to fix the issue with the Pixel Buds. I have to make an update video on it because it did fix the issue of the audio dropping every one minute, 50 seconds on, on audio playback. But like when you're listening to, to music on it, like if I'm sitting here listening to it, I have no problems. The moment that I go to the gym, I start to have problems, which I honestly think has to do with the antenna. The antenna is a hardware issue. And I think um, there's, you know, being in like a gym, a lot of the fitness workout stuff, they um, obviously you can Bluetooth connect to them or whatever. So I think there's a lot of interference that causes that. Outside from going to the gym when I work out, they work just fine. So I don't know. But anyways, back to the Pixel Watch. Um, you know, this this Pixel Watch wouldn't be, you know, something that I would say Google should look past or, or look beyond. Um, there are people who really, really um, use smartwatches on a day-to-day, whether it's, you know, for, for fitness and health tracking or it's, if it's for getting, you know, discrete notifications during a business meeting so they don't want to take their phone out you know in in, in, a, in a group setting um or if they're at work and they're crunching away they got to get stuff done they can still get their um notifications from the watch without um having to take their phone out you know what i mean so i mean there, there, there's several things you can use it for so i really feel like that google should not overlook it and if they're trying to do something like quirky to try to set them to stand away from the rest of the competition, I would advise Google not to. Just build a solid smartwatch. That's all I would say to Google. Just build a solid smartwatch. We don't need the bells and whistles in your very first smartwatch. We don't. We just need a functional, capable smartwatch. That's all we need. Anything else beyond that, it's, it's not needed. You know, and yeah, for the, you know, if Google was to follow that, that method, yeah, for the first time, it wouldn't be googly. But not everything that Google puts out has to be googly. Not everything that they do has to try and set itself away from anything else. Um, KJ Wild 118. Howdy, Tito. What's up, KJ? How's it going? Appreciate you for coming in. Um, yeah, you didn't miss too much yet. We're just, we're still talking about the Pixel Watch. If it's ever going to come, then that's something that, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, we we may uh, see in the future. But my plea to Google is don't go the googly route. Don't put on your, your Google propeller hat and then try to be googly about it. We don't need it to be able to, you know, fetch a cold one from the refrigerator, you know, magnetically. We don't we don't need Project Soli in it. I don't need to wave my hand over the watch to have it do certain things. Just make a solid functional watch. If you do so, I promise it will catch on. It will sell. Right? And price it competitively because you're you're putting the basic functionalities in it along with depending on Wear OS. You know, most other smartwatches that are in the good realm are going, you know, well over 200 bucks. So then price this thing, I would say the same as your Pixel Buds, one seventy nine ninety nine, right? That's affordable. Um, it's less than the competition, but it provides more. And on top of that, if you're going to release the Pixel Watch and say you go the method that I'm asking that they go, um, another 
piece to the puzzle that would make this, you know, a, a beautiful put together, you know, image is that they really fix Wear OS. That's another thing that they really got to do. Like I have my Moto 360 smartwatch. I still use it from time to time, but there are, there are times that I don't. There are times where I feel like the functionality is just a bit too weird. And um, I have, I have no, no desire to always wear it. And so, yeah, with, with, with the pixel watch, Wear OS is going to play a major factor because again, hardware is, you know, half the battle, but software is where it's really at. And and if the software doesn't play well, then the software is going to ruin the experience for users who are then not going to invest if you guys make a Pixel Watch 2. So I say on the Google, bring this thing out. Do not put on your, your Nugler hat with the propeller and go, and go buck wild and crazy. Keep it simple. And then lastly, fix Wear OS. Simple as that. Just fix Wear OS. Um, anyways, guys, so we're going to move on to the next thing here in just a second. Let me know what you guys think just real fast before we move on. You know, a, a Pixel Watch, which, you know, obviously will work with any Android device, just like the Pixel Buds do. Um, if they were to release a Pixel Watch and they were to give, you know, comfortable form factor, functionality, and a great software experience from the watch itself to be a accessory and a um, handy partner to your smartphone at a price of $179.99 and under, would you consider getting one? Let me know what you guys think. Because me personally, I would. Even if it looked like that in the image there from the website Tom's Guide, if it looked like that, I mean, to me, that's totally fine. I think a bubble screen, like a bubble display screen, like, you know, like not really like bubbly, but just kind of like a little arc to it. I think that's fine. Touchscreen, totally cool. If they were to throw Project Soli into this thing, with you know, to bring motion sense, that way, you know, you can navigate on your screen without actually touching it. That would be okay only if they got it right. And only if there is some actual need to that functionality other than saying, hey, look what I can do. I can wave my hand over my watch and have it do something. Like, no, um, that's not enough to really go and say, okay, you know, it's important to put in the watch. Like, it's got to have some functionality. Um, would you guys even consider it? It's simple. Simple question. Because the only thing that I would really want from the, uh, the Pixel Watch itself is that it's light. Like, it's not heavy on the wrist. That's one of the other things that I think that plagues smartwatches is, like, they put so much into these things. They build it out of various materials, mostly, you know, like stainless steel or whatever, whatnot. It becomes heavy on the wrist. It weighs your wrist down. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I can feel it. If I put on, like, a regular, just a regular watch, like, I have a regular watch around here with, like, a brown leather band, Metal casing, you know, um, to tell time, but it doesn't weigh down my wrist. The moment I put on my Moto 360, oh, man, I can feel the weight on my wrist. I put my hand down. It feels like it's dragging my arm down. It feels like that if I was to jump in the water, I would sink straight to the bottom of the ocean with that watch. So because of just like you know, how thick the casing is uh, and how much it weighs. So if they were to actually make a – if the Pixel watch was light, which I'm looking in the photo here from Tom's Guide – if they build it to whoever rendered this photo to kind of, you know, just 
show us what a pixel watch may look like because this is not again i say the, the photo in tom's guide that's not what the pixel watch is going to look like we don't even know if google is intending on releasing a pixel watch anytime soon these are just rumors but if it looks like that that watch right there looks light it looks light i i, I wouldn't care for interchangeable bands i really wouldn't um as far as a watch i'm not super into customizing it It'd be cool if they added some sort of functionality to customize it. You know, maybe like the watch body itself presses in into like the rubber, like like the band itself. The band is like soft, a little, you know, stretchy. So you can kind of force the the watch in. And then after that, um, you can interchange the bands that way. But I don't need it to have the mechanism to unclamp, you know, the, the watch band from the, the housing case itself and then, you know, go like change out the watch bands like i don't need it to do that if it doesn't actually change the watch bands and i'll just select the color that i know one would work out for me um that i would like two would actually pair with any outfit and style that i'm wearing whether i'm wearing sporty like right now just a t-shirt and basketball shorts or if i was to like put on the pair of jeans and a button up or if i was to put on the you know a suit that this watch would definitely work with any um ensemble that i'm wearing so that's what i would do if if they actually had it. Um, let's see. Uh, Aja Moore says, I love that render. Yeah, that, uh, that is a nice render. Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. It may look a little toyish, kind of, but it doesn't look bad at all. And, you know, you put that on your wrist, it's on your wrist, then you go, you know what I mean? Um, would, would they need to make an, you know, an LTE standalone version? Possibly. You know, I can see maybe like the LTE standalone version being priced at $179.99 and the non-LTE um, version being $149.99, you know, just making a $30 difference. I would definitely go for the non-LTE version. I don't need to put a second phone line into my watch um, so I can have it pair with my device by Bluetooth and still answer phone calls and stuff from the watch itself. But no, I say straight out, yeah. Google needs to make this happen. They did the Pixel Buds. They need more wearable technology. They know that consumers go for wearable technology. So Google, just just make this happen. Um, all right. So let's go to the next thing. Just a quick update on the Pixel 5. Uh, this coming from the uh, website known as, uh, as uh, Forbes website. So this is from Forbes.com. And um, let me just grab the link for you guys. I always cite my sources from what I'm you know, sharing with you guys so you guys can always look back at them, kind of read the article in complete detail. So there we have it. This is from Forbes. And um, yeah, they, um, they basically give you know a little bit of uh, their own perspective, they say that the Google Pixel 5 will continue to cause problems for Apple and Samsung. Now, here in a little bit, you guys will kind of see why people are feeling this way with the Pixel 5. And by the way, there's a YouTuber who actually got the Pixel 5 from Vodafone in the UK. And was um, it was funny because he was he was given the Pixel 5 from them. He had a, there was no um, no embargo and no NDA, right? So he didn't sign a non-disclosure um, you know, agreement. Uh, he's not tight lipped to not talk about things. They just gave him the pixel five and then they said, make whatever videos you want to make. So he did. So 
And um, yeah, his videos is catching major views. Um, I forgot the name of his YouTube channel, but you know what? Um, later on in the description of this live stream, which should probably actually be available for replay tomorrow because YouTube likes to process these things weird. I will post a link to the YouTuber's channel. Um, but anyways, yeah, he's made two videos so far, his initial first impressions of it, and then um, some things he's noticed about it with his time with the Pixel 5. So just throwing that out there. But anyways, um, while the rest of Team Pixel members are still waiting for their Pixel 5 um, or 4A 5G, I don't know if they did it a mix or what. Either way, really good options from Google to an extent. Um, but yeah, well, that's for another time. But anyways, so Pixel 5, uh, Team Pixel guys are waiting for their Pixel 5s. Um, some of them that are part of Team Pixel have already gotten theirs. Of course, you know, the major guys in, in this YouTube space have gotten theirs. But uh, the rest of the team, bless you. Bless you, babe. The rest of the Team Pixel members, uh, not so likely. But anyways, Forbes goes on to say that, you know, and I mean this verbatim, uh, as the competition perfects its next generation technology and makes breakthroughs in material science, it's not hard to feel like Google's hardware is a bit behind the rest. Um, Apple's LiDAR technology gives us a glimpse into the future of home automation, and Samsung has turned stiff smartphones into um, malleable objects. But Google is now just jumping into the wide-angle camera bandwagon. That's good. For argument, for that's a good argument for keeping things simple and cheap, considering most consumers remain um, resolutely focused on two smartphone features: price and battery. Also, the flashy extras um, can come across as frivolous adventures for cash-rich tech companies seeking out some R&D tax breaks. But Google's slightly dated approach to hardware doesn't tell the full story. Bless you, babe. Um, it's work in AI, which manifests as Google Assistant, keeps me coming back to its devices. Bless you. Um, the recently announced Hold For Me feature is a perfect example of exactly that. The new service takes over when you're on hold and lets you do something else while waiting in a, in a call queue. Uh, as Google explains it, the AI is smart enough to recognize when the person on the other end has actually answered. Hold for me is powered by Google's duplex technology, which not only recognizes hold music, but also understands the difference between a recorded message like, hello, thank you for waiting, and a representative on the line. Once a representative is identified, Google Assistant will notify you that someone's ready to talk and ask the representative to hold for a moment while you return to the call. Uh, I was fortunate enough to spend 20 minutes idly waiting for a customer representative at the local council this week, and I tried to solve a parking issue. It was fun as it sounds. Being tethered to my phone while waiting on hold, paralyzed from doing anything else, is incredibly frustrating. Not because it's such a colossal waste of time. Google's uh, invention solves that, but most importantly, it gives you time back. Yeah. So again, so they're really focusing here, and what I feel like that they're focusing on with this is this right here. Basically, the hold for me. Now, 
let's see here. Let me catch up with some of the comments here real quick. <laughs> Only thing that kept me from going Google was the um, no expandable memory. We said none, but no expandable memory. Got you. Some people are still really, um, really dependent on micro SD cards. That's totally fine. I, on the other hand, I don't know. I've had micro SD cards fail. You know what I mean? And so that, that seems to be the issue. I like to have the combination of both. That'd be nice. But, you know, most phones today are really going into um, cloud dependency, cloud storage. Um, obviously, to make money, right? You know, with, with Google One, you have, um, you know, 100 gigabytes of cloud storage when you pay $1.99 a month. Um, and then you get more if you pay $2.99. But that's, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. So anyhow, AI, pretty much, and and, I'm, and I've been saying this. So Forbes is kind of writing an article, kind of a, a piece, explaining why they feel that you know the, the Pixel Five still has a leg up on the competition out there. Even though what I feel like it's not, um, it's not trying to compete with the iPhone or the Samsung Galaxy S series. Uh, no, no expandable memory is why I left Apple. Wow. Um, I reordered my 4XL and getting it back after getting rid of it uh, two weeks ago. I hope that the experience is it's much, much better this time. Um, I do, and I will say this, you know, just off topic, but Android 11 has greatly improved battery life on my Pixel 4. And I have the Pixel 4, the smaller one, the one with the 2800 milliamp hour battery. Not the one with over 3,000 milliamps, 2,800 milliamps. And I get really good battery life for what it can do, for its capacity of what it can do. I expect, like, I am actually going to be working on a video. I've already come up with the idea. i got to shoot um, various different times. But I am actually going to compare the battery of my Pixel 2 here against my Pixel 4. And the reason why is because uh, both these phones have 2,800 milliamp hour batteries. Both of them are on Android 11, but I want to see if there's any other differences of why I'm getting a bit more better battery life with my Pixel 4 than I do with my Pixel 2. And I do think it's because of battery degrading. That's where I'm really going to boil it down to, but I just want to see if there's other aspects of it besides that. Um, but yeah, so as they're saying here, like, you know, they, they, they like to emphasize on the hold for me feature that, you know, we'll trip down to other Pixel phones, right? Of course, the Pixel 5 will have it first for a while, and then it will be ready and available for Pixel 4s and, and under. AI is where I said that these Pixels excel. Something that the iPhones can't say, something that Samsung can't say, right? Bixby is Bixby. Siri is Siri. Good things to ask questions. But Google Assistant, you can ask it questions and do more. It can do more. Duplex, which obviously this is an extension of duplex. Hold for me is an extension of duplex. Those types of things, when you really look at technology, right? Which, of course, I'm actually going to play devil's advocate in another live stream coming up this week where I talk about how mobile technology and digital world has been detrimental to human growth. That's for a different live stream. So I will announce it a day ahead of when I'm going to do it. It is going to be me and a few guests on that I'm going to invite. And we are just going to talk about this, but anyhow, but going away from that, the 
Um, the, the whole thing with, with, with AI is making it easier for a lot of people, right? Again, this is just one of the many examples. Hold for me a really, really, really good. I got to delete the ESPN app. It just totally annoys me. I got to turn off no notifications on it. But anyways, so you got to call, say you got to call a you know bill collector, right? You got to talk to them or whatever. So you call the 800 number. You go through the IVR. Um, you select all the, the, the right uh, you know, responses via the dialer pad. And then it tells you that, you know, you are, uh, your expected wait time is 44 minutes, right? You got to get this done. You can't hang up a call back later. You don't want to lose your spot. So you have hold for me. You turn it on. You let it listen to that annoying elevator music that these companies choose to use. I mean, I don't know why they choose you. They think that this music keeps you calm while you're waiting for a representative to answer your phone your phone call, but it just annoys more people than anything. But anyways, so Google Assistant is willing to stand in front of you and take that bullet. Google Assistant is willing to stand there and listen to that music over and over and over again for 44 minutes or so until that person comes on and says, hey, my name is Jeff with so-and-so. Once it hears that, it will tell him, like, you know, please hold the caller will be joining you right now. And as it's doing that, it's alerting you saying that there is a live rep on to continue back into the call. You get into the call, you hear him. He'll probably start stutter because he'll be shocked that an automated, you know, system had responded for you. And then he'll go over his whole thing again. Hi, my name's Jeff. You know, my name's Jeff. <laughs> but, um, you know, it just makes things simpler, right? Being able to have Google do tasks for you, like, you, you know, if you have smart technology in your home, smart light bulbs, door locks, things like that, you can say things like Google lock the front door, Google lock the back door, you know, um, you know, hey, Google, what time is it? Google, tell me about my day. Oh, I just activated Google home. Hi, Tito. It's 11, 12 a.m. Right now in Phoenix, it's 92 degrees and mostly sunny. Today, it will be sunny with a forecasted high of 104 and a low of 71. Have a good one. Here's the latest news. Hey, Google. Stop. Hey, Google. Latest on the rain. Relaxing sounds. Now it sounds like it's raining in here. But anyways... You, you can ask it different commands and, you know, it will do these things. You can ask it to control lighting in your house, uh, turn the thermostat up, turn it down. When you're away from home, you know, with uh, the assistant coupled with, uh, with Nest, uh, you know, home smart appliances, you can literally do that. You could be away from home and make it as if, you know, you're, you're home, right? You know, like kind of like how home alone, you know, how people had those automated uh, lights and stuff like that. And, um, they would automatically turn on and the two burglars were like, they had it down pat on what time each house's light and appliances turned on or whatever, just to make it seem like somebody was home. You could do that and you could do it randomly. Right. So when you're away on vacation, you can have everything turned on in your home to make it seem like you're home, like at 6, 15 PM. And then the next night you can do it at, you know, 5 30 PM. And then the next night you could do it at, you know, 7, 12 PM. Like, and that's just by going, uh, and using the assistant with these basic commands turn, you know, when you're away from home, you forgot to turn the, the AC off. You can 
have it control that and turn it off for you. That way you know it's off. You can see who rang your doorbell when you're away on vacation and record anyone who dropped off any packages. Um, you can see all that, right? Latrell pretty much has his own makeshift, um, like like home smart uh, systems. I mean, some of the stuff is like you know smart light bulbs and things like that. But like he demoed um, how he put these sensors in his mailbox, so like the lights in his house starts to flash if someone opens the mail mailbox. So that way he knows mail has arrived. Um, let's see. Let's get back to this real quick. Um, I see some comments popping up here. I have noticed upgrading from Android 8 to Android 10 on the Galaxy S9 Plus has greatly increased battery life. That's great. Uh, I prefer Google over Bixby myself. Haven't even set up uh, Bixby or haven't even set Bixby up. Wow. Uh, the elevator music that blows your speaker every time it comes on. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. Gene agrees. So what I'm saying with this is, ultimately, it's going to be the software experience. The AI technology is part of that experience um, when it comes to the Pixel 5. I know a lot. I know there are some people who are upset because, you know, Google did not build a very premium flagship um, Pixel. And, like, some people are just diehard flagships. Like, they can't have anything else but flagships. And while a lot of us will question them and be like, what are you? Are you some sort of bougie, I need to prove to the world I have money type person? You know what? Like, people are people. People have their preferences, right? You know, like, I will work with flagships to mid-range to budget. I've done it. I have no problem doing that. But other people are not like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they, they lucked out because if they were hoping that there was going to be some sort of premium version um, and I mean, premium as in a sense that premium cost, they want a premium cost phone. There's not, um, $699 for the pixel five. If you're smart, play it safe. I advise wait. I'm waiting. I'm patiently waiting. Would I love to have a pixel five in my hand right now? You dang right. I would, but I can wait. Well, what if it goes down to $549 on sale? 150 bucks off. You know, Google Fi can literally put this thing out on sale. You know, you buy a you know a Pixel 5 out and you get 150 off. Why not jump on that? $200 off would be sweet. You know what I mean? 500 bucks. <laughs> you know, but then they would have to make like the Pixel 4 5G like go down to like 399 um, for it to be, you know, for it to be sold. But anyways, I'm waiting. I mean, I will have one in hand you know, in the next month or so to be able to do like some reviews on it and tell you guys my experience of it. Obviously it's going to be a pain to let it go, but obviously it's not mine. So, um, and I'll be sending it off to the friends so the friends can do their videos and test out the phone themselves. And we can all have videos on the pixel five to share with you guys. And mine's are actually going to be videos. I'm not going to do a podcast like this and like hold the phone up and be like, you know, I may do a live stream to like answer Q and a live, and be able to like demo things live. But as far as like a review review, I'm going to do it video style. So you can expect those. But, but going back to the point, software is where it's at. doesn't matter if the phone is encased in a $1,000 POS or, you know, um, a $500, you know, budget conscious design. I don't care. It's the software experience. You can tell me till you're blue in the face that it's going to be bad because of the processing chip that it has. But no one has held this phone in hand to actually determine that as fact. 
right? Everyone that is talking about it in that style is literally talking about it like gospel, like blind faith. You're believing it in blind faith. You know, some people will be like, well, I've had a couple of phones with the 765G and it was bad. Yeah. You know, if you're referencing the velvet, the velvet has a UI on top of it. That's going to yield a much different experience than stock optimized Android from Google themselves. You know, if you have whatever device it may be that had the 765G, It's not a Google phone. Google phones are taken on a different perspective only because of the way that Google optimizes this thing, right? Battery optimization, software optimization are the two the two biggest keys. <clears throat> and like Forbes says, today, most people are concerned about price and battery life. The third thing is camera. Camera has kind of dipped down. Before, it was all about battles of the camera, ultra-wide. It can do this, it can do that, yada, yada, yada. But where Google stands in with camera, we don't have to worry about it. The, the, the changes that they made with video was great. Adding those few key features makes a really good difference when it comes to the camera. And most of that is what they are. Right, right. Um Pixel King, thank you for coming in. I haven't seen you in here before, so I appreciate you for popping in here. Um, it is premium. Yes, it is premium. You and I will say that, but to a lot of the a lot of the tech guys out there, they won't because it's not glass back. Today, having a glass front and back just seems to be what everyone would, would consider premium and anything else after that is not. Because remember the days when phones were made out of metal, like you know, the iPhone 7. Um, the, the HTC, uh, 10, um, those devices were made out of metal, right? We need nice, we need nice, what happened to nice price stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Those are some of the things here. Um, definitely Christmas is coming. Yes. So like I said, deals, deals, and deals. If 699 is not a price that you're happy with paying for this, then wait, be patient and wait. You know what I mean? Um, don't watch YouTube videos about the Pixel 5, you know, every day. <laughs> like, leave it off. Tax season again. That's where I'm going for it. I'm going for it tax season. Um, but, yeah. So, that's that's the issues that basically the Pixel 5 addresses. Price and battery. You know, a 4,080 milliamp hour battery, $700 com- compared to the competitors out there. Stock Android, very well optimized. Battery optimization with adaptive battery, right? And then you have the extreme battery save, which they claim can get you up to 48 hours. Everyone keeps going on that, talking about it won't get you 48 hours. Well, duh, it won't get you 48 hours all the time, but it can get you up to depending on what apps you shut down and what apps you keep open that you consider essential. And then it will go off of that. So you have these things, but the main quintessential thing of the pixels is AI, right? The, um, what is it? The Pixel Core chip that's basically dedicated for image processing. So there is a, a chip dedicated to correcting imperfections in photos that's taken from the 12.2 megapixel sensor. That is standalone for photo taking all on its own. And then you have the rest of the system itself. Baby Yoda, what's up, man? I am doing good this morning. I'm doing good this morning. Well, I appreciate you asking. I appreciate you for coming in too as well. Um, but most of them is biased who's saying that. Well, I mean, but people have their preferences, right? 
though people will look at me, you know, because I have my my side project channel called Mr. Pixel, which is dedicated to just talking about the pixels that I have, which is basically almost every one of them. Um, people will say that I'm biased. You know, the big homie Sneed said, uh, you know, says that basically he wouldn't come to me regarding the pixels only because he feels like that I I am a bit biased that I wouldn't, you know, be unbiased to the whole situation, which I feel like I'm not biased to that extent. Like I will call out the pixels for their shortcomings, but you know, that's from my perspective and maybe from other people's perspective, they'll say like, yeah, Tito, you do kind of mention the things that's wrong with the pixels, but you do it in such a light way that you make it seem like it's nothing when it's actually something, you know, who knows? So I can't change his perspective. I have no meaning to do it. Um, and I respect him on that because I am a, you know, I'm a pixel fanboy. I really am. Uh, Let's see, typical Kyler. Thank you for coming in here and joining us here. Um, you know what? I haven't seen you in here before, so I do thank you for coming in. And um, yeah, you know. By the way, guys, um, I know there's 11 of you guys in the chat. Thank you so much for being here with me too, as well. Um, you know what helps me out? Smashing that like button. That that helps me out, man. So I really appreciate it. If you guys uh, could just take a moment to do that. If you're not subscribed to the channel, please do so. If you like pixels and you want to see videos about pixels, then subscribe to my side project channel called Mr. Pixel. I am making videos on every pixel device that I have, and it's just completely dedicated to talking about the Google Pixel phones. Um, that's a side project. I don't know how long that channel is going to be for. It could be for a long time. I could eventually shut it down and just leave the videos that I made up. Who knows? But it's a side project. You know what I mean? This channel is my main focus, so. I welcome y'all here and welcome all new subscribers. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, but yeah, the software will always be that. I'd say that. So, you know, with things like this, like hold for me, um, the things that the assistant can do for you, the smart technology that it can bond with and make life much more easier for you, especially if you live a hectic, busy day-to-day -day lifestyle. That's where it's at. It's all software, you know. And and I got I gotta say the design, I don't think it's bad at all. Going with recycled aluminum, I think is a nice touch. I would prefer a metal phone versus a glass back phone, like my Pixel 4. I have to keep it in a case. I don't really like rocking cases on my phone, but I have to because I don't want that glass back to get smashed. You know what I mean? I've seen iPhones with smash backs, and even though people are like they'll still use them, they'll put a case over it to hide it. You know that it's still there, and when you take the case off, it's pretty ugly. So um, my daily side for popping in. Hey, Tito, bro, don't forget about the launch tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, MDS, I haven't forgotten about the launch, bro. And if it's not scrubbed, definitely, um, definitely going to watch it. So cool thing. But I appreciate you reminding me because I am forgetful. Don't get me wrong. I am forgetful. You can, I can ask my wife over here right now and ask her, am I very forgetful? And she, yeah, every time she tells me to take out something to make for dinner, and then she hears that infamous excuse, babe, I forgot. And it gets frustrating because, you know, then we have to wait longer for dinner because we have to defrost meat and have to wait for that to defrost. You cannot force defrost it. Never, never force defrost meat. It has to defrost naturally. But um, let's see. Is Google going down? No, they're not going down. No, 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 no. That ain't happening. And the Pixel 5 is still a solid option. I, like I said, I prefer metal. I prefer a metal phone. You know what I mean? That's why the, the Pixel 2, I like. It's not glass back. The Pixel 1 XL and the Pixel 1, made out of metal. I like that. 
I don't got to worry. I mean, yeah, they have a glass back area at the top where the camera's at. And, you know, some people complain about that. But, I mean, as far as like a full like full back glass, like the whole body of it, that's scary. You drop that, totally smashed. So, um, but yeah. So I can see where Forbes is going with this. They're really focusing on the software. And I'm glad that Forbes sees that because that's something that myself and other, you know, pick, you know, fans of pixels have been saying for the longest time when people would really talk about it. It's just like, it is software over hardware, right? Hardware is like 20 to 25% of the battle. Software is 75 to 80% of the battle. Um, Maverick is in here. Hi, I just stopped by to say hello. Football is my life later. All right, Maverick. Thanks so much for popping in, dude. Uh, Hopefully the team you're rooting for is is going, man. I can always watch like the highlights and stuff. I have ESPN Plus, so I can watch um I can watch the games later at my leisure. Uh but anyways, all right, let's move on to the next thing here. And uh to kind of close out this podcast, that is the iPhone 12 pricing. Now this is uh this is leaked. This is not gospel, this is not Moses and the Ten Commandments type thing. This is just, you know, from BGR. BGR pretty much uh, wrote this article, so let me cite my source here for you guys so you guys can check it out yourselves. Uh, I'll put the link of the website there. Just make sure that's it. Yep, that is it. All right, so let's kind of just focus in. Let me full screen this. So here's how they have it for the iPhone 12 pricing, according to some leak documentations, I guess. Um, this came from a Twitter user known as Apple Rumors. Their Twitter tag is at a underscore rumors one 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 one, right? It says iPhone 12 pricing. So they start off in the different categories, right? The iPhone 12 mini 5.4 inch design, 64 gigabyte variant, $649, 128 gigabyte variant, $699. 256 variant 799 now that is for the iphone 12 mini basically having the body the the body size of the iphone se first generation smaller very small um because that phone is small really hard to type on but i mean the screen is not going to be the same it's going to have you know a nearly a bezel-less display with uh, of course the apple notch so very interesting to see that um then it goes into the iPhone 12, the 6.1 inch variant, 64 gigabyte variant starting at 749, uh, 128 gigabyte, 799, 256, 899, and that is for the normal, the basic iPhone 12, right? Now we move into the Pro edition, uh, iPhone 12 Pro, 6.1 inch, the 128 gigabyte. So this starts at 128. There is no 64 gig variant. The 128 variant, 999 dollars. 256, $1,099, and 512 is at 1299 And then moving to the iPhone 12 Pro Max, 6.7-inch display size. That one, they say 128 gig is 1099 256 is 1199 and the 512 variant is $1,399. Now, if this pricing is true from this person on Twitter who leaked the pricing, Okay, now you know what to expect for the iPhone users. Now I will kind of go back and talk about how there are people that compare the iPhone 12 to the already unveiled and soon to launch Pixel 5. 
Now, I want to go here and say this. The iPhone 12 mini is not something that I would consider to be what is what is the contender to the Pixel 5. It's not. Okay, it's a mini version. Mini version, you know, mini, mini to me. It's, I mean, if, if there was a Pixel 5 mini, then I can see those two combating. But, you know, the uh, the iPhone 12 mini, no. What the real contender is to the Pixel 5 is the iPhone 12, the 6.1-inch model. Not the Pro version, not the Pro Max version. The iPhone 12, right? Pixel 5, 128 gig, 8 gigabytes of RAM, wireless charging, reverse wireless charging, IP68 water and dust resistance. Near, Almost near bezel display with a punch hole camera and a biometric fingerprint on the back. Versus, and, and, and that's only, yeah, there's only one variant. Which you know would be nice if there were two variants, right? But just one, and that that's at 128 gigs, goes for 699 dollars. You got the iPhone 12, the 6.1 inch 6.1 inch display. You know, with this what it's uh the Bionic 13 or Bionic 14 chip that it's going to have, 64 gigabytes of internal storage. These are supposed to have six gigabytes of RAM, by the way. Um, the 64 gig variant costs $749. So basically 50 bucks more than what the Pixel 5 costs. You get half of the amount of storage, six gigabytes of RAM. That's supposed to be the contender to the Pixel 5. Because if you go with the 128 gig model of the iPhone 12, you're paying $100 more than the Pixel 5. And while people can say, yes, but iOS does this and the ecosystem does this, like, no, throw all that out. Throw out the uh, throw out the AI assistant, throw out Apple's ecosystem and just look. 128 gig, iPhone 12, 800 bucks. Pixel 5, 700 bucks. Right? This is what I talk about when people kind of go at me and they say, well, Google is a trillion dollar company. They should be able to take a loss and price the Pixel 5 at 500 bucks. If that's the case, then, you know, like Apple is a trillion dollar company. Apple's a trillion dollar company. Ask them to make the 128 variant of the iPhone 12. Make that 500 bucks. Make the 64 gig 450 bucks. With the iPhone 12 minis, make the, the 256 one. Make that 400 the 128, 300, and the 64 gig, 200. Why can't they do that? They got money to burn because it goes down to the thing. Businesses are not here to lose money. They're not here to just give away money. You know what I mean? And a special shout out to the man, Siova. Yo, hey there, Siova. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in, bro. So, I mean, that's that, that's the point that I'm making um, Is is that very fact right there. So while people dog the Pixel 5 because of its price, because it's not in their eyes to their standard being the flagship of flagships. Yeah, we I get it. We can all wish for cheaper pricing, right? A lot of people say if the Pixel 5 was priced at $599, it would have been the smartphone of the year. And that's just going off pricing. When has pricing really set really set the standard of smartphone of the year? When has it been that we don't judge the phone on just how you know, the user experience is like, why, like, 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 why is, why is that not as important price is? And so already people can like say, it's not going to be smartphone of the year. Why not? It could be, 
with all the things you're getting with the Pixel 5 at 700 bucks, I mean, again, comparison, if you were to pick the iPhone 12 out of that list that matches similar to the Pixel 5, that's the iPhone 12, the one, the 128 gigabyte variant with six gigs of RAM. That one's 800 bucks, $100 more. So if you wanted to pay the same price as a Pixel 5, you have to go with less storage. Half storage. Because they're here to steal, steal our money. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, iPhone 12 Pro Max Plus is probably going to become a thing. <laughs> How many is it? It's the size of the the iPhone SE first generation. So not the new one that just came out this year. The one that came out in 2016 or 2015, I think it was. Was it 2015? 2016, I think it was when it came out. That is the size of the iPhone 12 mini. That's why I say that the iPhone 12 mini, because I know when it comes to these smartphone arguments between people, they're going to say, look at the iPhone 12 mini and it's pricing. This is, you know, th- th- this is a competitor to the pixel five. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. I won't agree there. And I won't judge it based on that. You're not going to go and put the iPhone 12 mini and say that that is a contender to go up against the pixel five, you know, smaller form factor, smaller sizes, just to kind of like, you know, skew the scale. So the pricing kind of like looks to be competitive against the Pixel 5. No, the competitor to the Pixel 5, if you really want to have a competitor from Apple to the Pixel 5, it's the iPhone 12. You want 128 gig with six gigs of RAM, then you go 800 bucks, $100 more than the Pixel 5. There you have it. So at the end of the day, that's that. The people want to argue that point, Go to the corner. You got time out. Simple as that. But if these are the true prices, because again, I will make that argument when it's definite, when the iPhone 12 is announced and all the variations of the models are announced and the prices are announced, that's when I will say, okay, now let's go ahead and compare. Right now, this is just leaked. This, this, is, this is from Twitter user Apple Rumors. Apple rumors could be wrong. John, I don't pay my people. Prosser could leak this same thing out. Maybe wrong. Who knows? But this is what people are looking at as far as pricing. This is what people are thinking is the pricing. This person, Apple rumor says this is the pricing leaked. What's up, bro? Hope you're doing great. I am doing great. Sandeep. Thank you for popping in here, man. Really appreciate it. Glad to have you with us. Um, Looking forward to getting my Pixel 4 XL back. Then I'll look to upgrade to the Pixel 5 come Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Sweet idea, man. Sweet idea. Um, I'll tell you guys right now, if anyone owns a Pixel 1 and they're like, I'm going to wait and I'm going to trade in my Pixel 1, don't do it. I look to see what the trading value is at Google dot, at the at the Google store. And in okay condition because the body of my pixel one is like scratch but everything is pretty much like working except for their own um malfunction pcb board that has a hairline fracture and the soldering and that's their fault they're only going to give me a 27 dollar credit off so don't even <laughs> don't even be like I, okay i'll get rid of my pixel one and do that because that's that's not going to happen uh yeah it's kind of sad so just looking at everything right pixel watch just kind of recapping everything pixel watch google just do it all right, take a page from um, 
what's his name? Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. Okay? Don't put on your Noogler hat and try to be over googly with the Pixel Watch. Just make it functional. Make it functional. If you happen to put Project Soli in it, that's fine. If you put Project Soli in it, that's totally cool. But um, make sure that it has a purpose there other than to just stand there and wave at your wrist where people are going to think you're insane and you need to be locked up. Um, you know, because that's, that's just absolutely crazy. Um, but, yeah, fix Wear OS so that way the software experience, the user experience of the Pixel Watch is great. So fix Wear OS um, and just go simple first with your first smartwatch. Go simple, make it functional, usable. We'll be okay with it. LTE version, $179.99. Non-LTE version, $149.99. Be competitive in pricing. All right. Um, we also talked about the Pixel 5 quite a bit. Really just kind of dabbled in that the real the real thing about Pixels is the AI and software experience. And Forbes basically wrote an article, and their thing that they focused on was the AI smart the, the the smart software the uh the hold for me function that was uh an, you know an extension to google duplex which if you guys have not seen google duplex watch it watch what it can do you know what i mean um because it's really really cool um yeah definitely just you know just 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 google it do du- um, google duplex demo and you will hear the actual conversation between the assistant and a restaurant um, hostess or, you know, the maitre d'ine who uh, answers the call and sets up to book a reservation. And Google was so human-like that even at points where the person said, um, just give me one second, the assistant knew to make these weird gestures like, mm-hmm, like just those weird vocal gestures to make it seem like a live person was talking to that hostess. I mean, anyone who's, who works at a restaurant picks up a phone and are being called from an AI assistant on a smartphone that hears a robotic voice is obviously going to know this is a robotic voice. And it may just hang up. You know what I mean? So the person that calls in to like, oh, no, it was a, it was a, it was a salon, a hair appointment. To book a hair appointment, they demoed it. It went flawless. The restaurant one had a few hiccups only because of specific things that the assistant wasn't able to understand from the maitre d'ine. And therefore it caused uh, kind of a slight confusion, but the conversation still basically made into, you know, what they were trying to do, trying to book a reservation at a restaurant. So Google it, uh, Google duplex demo, and uh, you will see it for yourself. Now hold for me is an extension from that. That's, a real crazy thing. So software is really where Google contends against every every competitor out there. And there's not. I'm sorry. Siri is not on the level of it. Bixby is not on the level of it. Um, what's the other one? Cortana is not on the level of it. It's not, right? That's where Google really is at. Advertisement, AI technology. That's the G company's thing. So, um, And then we got the Pixel pricing. Again, just to kind of quickly recap, the, the mini the mini size, which is a 5.4-inch display, the, si- the body size is the size of the iPhone SE first generation, according to a lot of rumors. 
but it does have the, the the full screen display with the notch, right? So it's not doesn't have bezels, so that's a bigger display. But the body form factor is supposed to be the size of the iPhone SE first first generation. So the iPhone 12 mini, uh, 64 gig, 649, 128 at 699, and 256 at 799. The iPhone 12, the base model iPhone 12, 6.1 inch display, 64 gig, 74.99. 128, 799, 256 at 899. And then we have the 12 Pro at uh, the 128 gig version, 9999, 256 at 1099, 512 at 1299. Then we got the 12 Pro Max, 6.7 inch display version, 128 model, 1099, 256 model, 1199, and the 512 model at 1399. These are leaked, rumored, pricing from twitter user apple rumors their 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 twitter handle is at a underscore rumors one 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 that is their twitter handle i'll pop it here in the chat for you guys if you guys want to go check out the twitter account just to kind of uh see so at a underscore rumors one 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 let's make sure i type that right i want to make sure i put it right um yeah all lowercase all right so this is the twitter user's handle you guys can go check out his twitter account basically see um anyways yeah so just to kind of close this out on what's going to be happening this coming week um obviously you know more tech news whatever's circulating in the tech news community i will bring up the article i will talk about it we will open the sucker up um let me see let me go to these uh, comments here first. So, um, Tito, the six-inch screen on the Pixel Five seems small. What do you think? Uh to me, no. I use a I use a Pixel Four. So, for me, this is for me. The screen size seems okay. Um, if if at your preference a six-inch display is too small for you, then um, you'll probably have to look at, at a, at a, at a different angle. You can probably look at the, uh, the pixel four, a five G. It may lose some of the, the features that the pixel five has, like the, the IP certification for water dust resistance. You may lose the, uh, reverse wireless charging and wireless charging. Um, but a lot of the things that the pixel five has, the pixel four, a five G has, and it has a bigger display. I think it's like, um, 6.3. So just slightly bigger, not massively huge, but um, yeah, because that's the way that 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 smartphones today are being built, right? Bigger display, smaller body form factor. They're trying to squeeze a six inch into a four inch. That's what they're trying to do. Um, that's why they're going completely bezel-less, which can be a pain. I I don't like the the arc displays. So like you know the the edging. Where like it arcs, I don't like those types of phones. So, uh. but um, to me the six inch is fine. It's usable for me. I'd say this, you know, if you're really, really like on the fence, this is what I do. I don't know if anyone else does this, but I know Best Buy is going to carry the Pixel Five in hand in stock, right? They're going to have a display at their Google station set up with the Pixel Five, the Pixel Four A Five G, and all that sort of stuff. I I go to Best Buy and I play with phones. Like Best Buy is a grown man's Chuck E. Cheese. I go there. I wanted to go there yesterday, but I had a lot of things to do. So I I couldn't stop and ask my wife, hey, let's go inside Best Buy and walk around, you know, because they're fully open now. They're not 
you don't have to order online and then go to their little tent in front of their front door and wait for someone to run inside Best Buy and grab the product and run it back up to the front. You don't have to do that. I wanted to go inside and look around at Best Buy because I, I miss going to Best Buy and just looking at what they had. You know what I mean? Just playing around with the, the tech that's inside there. That's, you know, it, yeah. So go to Best Buy and look at it. Play around with it. Take pictures with it. Take pictures all over the store. Record a video. Play with the features and video. Play with the night site and all those things. Like just do it. And um, you'll you'll get like a first impressions right there to say to yourself, am I willing to drop the money on this phone? And is this phone really going to meet my needs? Or if you get that feeling like, nah, this ain't going to work for me, then you know right there it ain't going to work for you. Walk away from it and stay with the Pixel 4 XL. Because honestly, what's wrong with, with, with any of the past Pixels? They get three years of software support. So they're going to get the latest version of Android. They're going to get Android 12 next year. Uh, some of them will still continue on and get Android 13. I know, I think um, the Pixel 2 is stopped at Android 11. And I think the Pixel 3 will stop at Android 12. And uh, the Pixel 4 will get Android 13. Which is kind of funny. Android 13 from Dragon Ball Z. I'm sorry, I had to say it. I had to say it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh... I see Kazi says, yeah, what up, Kazi? Uh, God, I love Forbes. I trust them. I don't trust any news publication. I got a fact checked against a lot. Why am I showing my own stuff? I got a fact checked against each other. Uh, okay, just got some chat going on. Typically, I trust Forbes also. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do, but um, still, you got you got to compare it against other sources. Yeah, I just tried uh, Best Buy Friday. Didn't have it yet. Yeah, a lot of them are not going to have it. Check around the middle of October. So October 15th, check around there. Um, and yeah, Tito is right that uh, Best Buy is an amusement park for tech. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. I wish they would let you play with drones inside there. That'd be so cool. Like the drone station. I really wish they would have like a like a little mini drone that you could just go there and just start playing around with it and fly the drone all over the store. They kind of have like a little height level thing where, you know, they tell people like, you know, don't fly it close to the ceiling. If you do so, you'll be kicked out or something like that. Or if you damage the drone, you will have to purchase it. And they put the price of it like $1,000 for the drone. So people are like, okay, I'll just hover it above me, you know, but I would love to play with the drone inside the store, you know, uh, a virtual setup station where you can play a virtual game and put the virtual goggles on and just play. That'd be so totally cool. Of course, I think if I was to go in Best Buy and play around with all that stuff, they kick me out. They'd be like, Tito, this is not your toy chest. Get the hell out. And I'd have to get out. But if I go to Best Buy, I'll probably live stream. I'll probably do it just from like the YouTube app and just live stream inside of Best Buy and just show what's inside there and do like a little, you know, live, live stream tour. Who knows? That'll happen one day. Um, but anyways, guys, I am about to close this out. I really appreciate you guys for coming in here. All the articles that we talked about, links were posted in the chat for you guys. Um, you guys can check them out, read them for yourself. Uh, everyone that came in, thank you so much for coming in. Again, if y'all smash that like button, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, shout out to my mods. Thank you guys so much. Hashtag demons. You guys are my demons for the month of October. Um, y'all are y'all are clutch holding it down. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow with uh, some more topics to discuss, open discussions, questions, and stuff like that and a bit of a Q&A. And later on this week, I am doing a special live podcast, hopefully with some guests to join me. And I'm going to talk about the detrimental damages that the digital world, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and all that stuff, what it has done to the human race and how it has changed, evolved us in not a great way. 
where literally nowadays we can't really understand somebody because we no longer understand body language because everything is done through digital chat. So we no longer, we're losing our humanity. That's what, what it is. We're losing our humanity. And I'm, I want to focus on that point because we have to help create this balance for people. So that way we can get back to being what we really are. And that's humans, non-dependent on technology. So stay on the lookout for that. I will definitely tweet out. Um, shout out to my members again, those who had joined and become a member. Appreciate you guys for doing so. You guys are awesome and amazing. Uh, again, you know, if you like the show, you ever want to help out, there's links right there for, you know, one time a monetary donation. That's totally up to you. You guys don't have to, but it's there. Again, the PayPal link, Cash App link, whichever one you guys use, totally cool. Um, but yeah, nice stream. Thanks so much, um, Kyler. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, y'all are clutch. Um, love you guys very much. You guys enjoy the rest of the Sunday football. So let's get back to football, guys, gents. Appreciate you guys for being here. And as always, law.